Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. My name's Sam Webb. I've been drinking for more than half a week straight, and this is Unfeatured Articles. Hello and welcome to Unfeatured Articles, the show about finding the weirdest and most obscure that the internet has to offer. My name is James Keogh and joining me as always, Curtis Lang. G'day guys, how you going? And Riley McNamara. Hello, hello. And that's it, there's no one else There's no one the else room. here and Just... I, will, I will fight anybody yeah. who says otherwise. the ghost. Oh, what? <laughs> oh, there's another ghost. A ghost in the studio. Who what is the, the yeah. ghost of whom? I live in the fucking building. Uh, my name's <laughs> Sam Webb. Uh, how are we doing? Yeah, not too bad. No, 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 no. no. Okay, I'll send this to Alex. I'll say it to you. We ask the fucking questions here, mate. <laughs> <laughs> we'll ask them, would you, uh, buddy? So, Sam... <sighs> Who invited you? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. I think it was me, but uh, I'll apologise for that. Never. I appreciate it. Um, mate, tell us a bit about yourself. What do you do? What's your thing? Who um, are you? Well, I pretend I'm an actor. Um, <laughs> okay. My name's Sam Webb. Uh, yeah, I've done a bit of, a bit of bullshit around town. Uh, see how we're going. Good time, boys, as we're all aware. Uh, yes, um, once again, we have just brought in our friend. I've heard yeah, of those hello. people. Yeah, our no. good time boyfriend. Yeah. I hear there. Awful. Oh, uh, I did hear that. Yes. <laughs> Just woeful. Never yeah. been to any of their shows. Um, otherwise, uh, yeah, not a great deal. Um, it's a lie. You literally do so much. It's ridiculous. Oh, well, that's, <laughs> that's absurd uh, to say. And I disagree with it. But uh, here I am and I'm happy to be here. Thank you all for having me. This sounds oh, like a very high energy episode. Ooh. Mate, I've got more energy than you can know. It's just a hitting upon the key point. And, That's uh, right. You got to. This is a marathon. You got to like preserve yeah. your energy. <laughs> here, he's, you know? he's running that four day bender. <laughs> exactly. Uh, <laughs> you literally are. Oh uh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> you literally are the ghost of Sam Webb at this point. <laughs> I think. I've never seen you look more pale. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've actually deteriorated since before we started, and now uh, my ears are really hot. <laughs> <laughs> it's very strange. This week on Unfeatured Articles, Sam right, Webb dies. Well, yeah. <laughs> Let's cut this in. Intro short We're and get into our stuff so that uh, we can yeah. so Sam can go home and nah, sleep. Let's right. continue the drinking bender that he's been on. Hey, yeah, please. Here we go. Right after this. <laughs> um, so this is a show where we uh, each bring a Wikipedia article to the table and we talk about it, we riff on it, we we just joke about it. Uh, Sam, you've obviously watched every episode of the show, every right? Single you know one. the you Actually, know the format. Though, like every single one. Uh, <laughs> I've been stuck in the depths of iTunes and Google Play for about three months preparing. Um, mm. And I haven't heard one. Of, okay. uh, <laughs> you couldn't find it, yeah. You just you kept getting distracted by other podcasts. Oh, you were mate, like, oh, you got bloody to... Ricky Gervais yeah. and uh, the, the Harmon suck. Show and uh, yeah, oh, shit. Better shows? No, well. <laughs> Anyway, nothing's better than the stuff you can find on That's Not Canon Productions. Ain't that the truth, ladies and gentlemen? I'd agree. Uh. <laughs> In any case, uh, let's move on. This has been a paid Curtis, you want to start us off? All right, I'm going to start off with my article. All righty. Go, boy. Boys. Boys. Riley. Jen. James. Samuel. Hello. Our dear guest, Samuel. Can I tell you all of the dancing plague 
of 1518. Oh, please tell the me dancing about plague. the dancing plague. The dancing plague. The dancing plague or the dance epidemic of, of 1518 was a, da- a case of dancing mania that occurred in Strasbourg, Alsace. Okay. Then part of the Holy Roman Empire. In July 1518, around 400 people took f- to dancing for days without rest and over the period of about one month, some of those affected collapsed and even died of heart attack, stroke and exhaustion. Oh, no. I can't even climb stairs without being exhausted, though. So that's <laughs> fair enough. Yeah. I feel like I've heard about this. Yeah, so it's, um, yeah. It, was, it was a terrible, terrible epidemic. Mm. Um, so it began in, in July... Uh, when a woman, Mrs. Trophophea, began to dance fervently in the street in Strasbourg. This lasted somewhere between four and six days, and within a week, 34 others had joined. And within a month, there were around 400 dancers, predominantly female, uh, and some of these people would die from heart attack, strokes, or exhaustion. One report indicates that for a period, the plague killed around 15 people per day. Oh, Holy Christ, fuck what? Me. So wait, why did they keep dancing? Let me let me play, tell you. Oh, why did they start <laughs> dancing? Yeah, yeah. Um, so people at the time, uh, so doctors and medical p- professionals, air quote, at the time, <laughs> as the dancing plague worsened, concerned nobles sought the advice of local physicians who ruled out astro- uh, astrological or and supernatural causes. Mm. Instead, announcing that the plague was a natural disease caused by hot blood. Hot blood. They had hot blood. Ah, oh, that'd be it, mate. However, oh, shit. Instead, that's spicy blood. That spicy, <laughs> spicy blood. A bit too much habanero yeah. sauce. Been to the Manhattan line and had too many hot wings. Oh, that's it. Buffalo wings. The Manhattan line is a bar in the south. No, I can't do it. The Manhattan <laughs> line. Don't worry, I got this. The Manhattan line is a bar in South Bank that we f- frequent very fervently. Yeah. There you go. Um, and anyway, the podcast. No, no, no. This is my old Manhattan Line podcast where I'm just it's here to true. sing about my friends over the Manhattan Line. And uh, they have Yenda Pele on How tap. They have Blue Moon on tap. Okay. Um, They'll probably never, never let us back now. Never. Give uh, us money. <laughs> Manhattan Line, give us money. Uh, oh my Come God. on the show. <laughs> um, so, yeah, hot blood caused by whatever, wings or whatever. Uh, <laughs> Instead of, of prescribing the very common medical procedure of bleeding at the time, so just bloodletting, so they would just cut people open yep. and just let them bleed and just yeah. be like, you just need to get some blood out of here. And like leeches and it's stuff. It's got yeah. too much blood. Just got yeah. too much, yeah. Just, just humans, mate. Uh, authorities encouraged even more dancing. Of course. In part by opening two guild halls and a grain market and even constructing a wooden stage. The authorities did this because they believed that the dancers would recover only if they danced continuously night and day. Okay. What? <laughs> to cool down their blood. Yeah, well, they just got to get it out of them. They got to get of it out course. of the system. They got to party until the. Just yeah. got. You just got to have. Until a, they die. You just got to yeah. have a boogie sometimes. I think what the issue was is back then they didn't have rave music and they couldn't quite get oh, into the tune of, of it. Of course. Couldn't quite yeah. move like they bloody needed to. It was all Renaissance you know I mean? music. Oh, it was all shit. quite. <laughs> it was all lutes and bloody hand drums and and you know, just couldn't get. There's only of it, so mate. much you can do with that. I mean, they are. It is admittedly a banger. Have you ever rocked out to Renaissance music? Both I have. Yeah, that's yeah. not something I wanted to openly admit. But here we are. <laughs> yeah, Renaissance. Look, right. You're in a safe space. I I argue there's no place you can get pissed quicker than a Renaissance fair. Mm. Yeah. They, they, they chuck you the ale and the mulled wine yeah. and they throw it at you for three, like uh, three bucks a goblet. Ex- and your corset excursion? just like 
ex- like makes Expands. your stomach just like the smallest thing, so it doesn't yeah. have much space. Yeah. Should we uh, go for an excursion one time? Should well, we go now to the Ren Fair? The okay. Abbey. All right, let's all go, boys. Come on. The Abbey and Medieval Festival is on uh, soon. Just so you're all aware. Ooh. All right, soon as in when this podcast comes out, or soon uh, as in when we're recording it. Dating this uh, like a month from now. Uh, hello. Oh yeah. Look, we'll put a link to it, I guess. <laughs> I if it's still happening, we'll put a yeah, link in the description. Yeah. Should I not have done that? No, 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 no. I literally did a lot. I was like, I, on our last guest episode, I was like to Alex, hey man, you're, you're, an episode of yours is coming out next week, isn't it? You good there? You just knocked your mic? No. No, okay, cool. <laughs> Never happened. I didn't <laughs> see it. And I, what we anyway, and I forgot that we were recording. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ages in advance. We um, exist in a time vacuum. <clears throat> anyway. The authorities did this because they believed that the dancers would recover only if they danced continuously night and day. Uh-huh. To increase the effectiveness of the cure, authorities even paid for musicians to keep the afflicted moving. Hell yeah. They even paid musicians. To kill people. Even musicians. <laughs> Assassination. Assassination. Um, oh, Jesus. <laughs> so, uh, John Waller. Giving a bard power word kill. That's what happened. Yeah. yeah. That's what happened. <laughs> Just... Mid max to bard. <laughs> We've all done it. Why do we talk about D and D so much? Because we're, we're not even that sort of canon D and D's podcast. We're nerds. Not yet. We're geeky boy. Historian John Waller stated that a marathon runner could not have lasted the intense uh, workout that these men and women did hundreds of years ago. Wow. Yeah. So anyway, mon theories include food poisoning caused by a toxic and psychoactive uh, chemical. Hold on. Food poisoning. Oh shit, I ate some bad chicken. Oh, oh I've got to dance it out of me. Get this if I jiggle my butt enough, it'll just come out. I'm going to destroy the dirt. Sorry, go on. <laughs> that, was, that was an experience that we uh-huh. all just had. Um, so, cause, so the food poisoning caused by the toxic and psychoactive chemical products of ergo fungi, right? Okay. Which grows commonly on grains in the wheat family, such as rye. Um... Yeah, and what, so John Waller speculates that the dancing was stress-induced psychosis on a mass level since the region where the people danced was riddled with starvation and disease. I was just dancing their troubles away. Mm. I was boogieing their, boogieing their little lives. Sounds like the body crazy people. That's blame one, it that's, on yeah. the boogie. Bl- blame blame it, on it on the boogie. boogie. Don't blame it on the sunshine. Don't blame it on the moon rays. We're not doing this. <laughs> I'm blaming on the good times. I veto this. Blame it on, blame on, the, it boogie. on the boogie. Thank you, James. There you go. And the ergo fungi. <laughs> and the ergo fungi. <laughs> uh, seven other cases of dancing plague were reported in the same region during the medieval era. Whoa. Yeah. Dang. They're all just sad and they wanted to... Yeah. Dance it out. Oh, so the ergo oh. fungi... The same fungus has also been implicated in other major historical anomalies, including the Salem Witch Trials. Whoa. Oh, really? Dang. So it sends these people into, into like a paranoid psychosis. Yeah. Time machines. Time machines. Time machines. Oh, no. It's the ergo fungi has gone back in time to like make <laughs> people crazy. I'm, yeah. I'm fucking onto it. Tell yeah. What. This is a, this time on Broken Links. I'm right. Uh, <laughs> I hate Broken Links. It is my podcast inside a podcast, a mystery show. About the conspiracies we find I've missed on Wikipedia. This. Oh, this is you got to re-listen to a right. good episode I'll, that uh, we did once. Episode yeah. next week. Yeah, eleven. 11. So you'll have to re-listen next, next week, week as of the day that we are recording. No, it's too much. This is too. This is we too need, involved. Four weeks ago. We four need. Weeks ago. We're, we're in a time apart. loop as well. Oh, fucking we need time to record machines. the hour before the podcast goes out. I think so. That's no, how it needs to start happening. That way, all our references can be current. Like, we're still, like, 
in what we are right now, we're still in like ball tampering is like relevant. Yeah. But the time, by the time you listen to this, like <laughs> that's, that's where you to go. We need to like predict what the relevant things are going to be, uh, so that we it. know there'll be a fiasco at the Commonwealth Games. Hey, well there oh, you go. But yeah. even then, by this point, they're over, unless it's lasting. Could be. Unless they've decided to. Unless, no, all the medals that we just gave out because of this major scandal uh, that's happened, we've declared the null and void. We're doing the games again, baby. It's all crazy the that they did that. And it we know that because we, we exist. Are from the we are, we yeah. exist now in, in May. May 1st. Well, which they just made the medals out of coloured magnesium, which is bullshit, as we all know. So uh, mm-hmm. scrap that, have another go, and uh, we'll be done by the end of June. Done. Sounds God, this is a tangenty episode. <laughs> yeah. And it's crazy how the ergo fungi kind of came in to the, uh, really to the Commonwealth Games. Yeah. Time machines. In any case, uh, can I... That's the end of my, yeah. my article. So, yeah, Dancing Plague of 1518. Just dancing their troubles away, and wow. I respect them for that. Well, then, should our... Yes. As, as, uh, uh, I as, just tried to find the esteemed. Esteemed. esteemed is not the right word. Yes. It's not <laughs> really not. Incorrect. Uh, Sam, oh, do you have a, an article that you've brought to us today? I to the panel. Bloody do. Ooh. Good, because uh, that's the whole point that of this podcast. That would be show. weird if you didn't. I, I almost missed the point of the show, but uh, <laughs> we got there at the end. Um, the Gombe Chimpanzee War, oh, also, also known Sorry. as the Four Year War of Gombe, lasting from 1974 to 1978 was a violent conflict between two communities of chimpanzees in Gombe Stream National Park in Tanzania. Oh, my goodness. So it was like... Yeah. So um, we did the emu war a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, oh, we, did. Which is, we did, yeah. Um, Shit. I mean, that um, was humans versus animals. Humans versus animals. This but is a this, war. No, this, but this, is, this is like actual Planet of the Apes Planet kind of, of the war. Apes, this, yeah. this, is, this is two tribes of chimpanzees saying, oi... Fuck yeah. And then going hard at each other. Um, oh, my days. Yeah, the Please. belligerent groups were the Kasikela and the Kama, which occupied territories in the northern and southern areas of the park, respectively. Dang. Uh, the two had previously been a single unified community, but by 1974, researcher Jane Goodall... Good old Jane? Oh, Jane, Jane Goodall. Yeah. She's yeah. like the world's foremost. She is the world-leading... Uh, like um, yeah. monkey chimp. chimp. Yeah, chimp. She, she probably had something to do with... Primate. Coco. Uh, yeah. That yeah. might be incorrect, but i uh, throw it out there anyway. <laughs> um, who was observing the community uh, first noticed the chimps dividing themselves into northern and southern subgroups. Uh, which is a bit fried, uh, if you if you think about it. It's pretty wild, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know. Um, later, computer aided analysis. Oh, analysis. Analysis. Hey, thank you, James. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> James Keogh is notes. our resident expert in the English language. Honestly, uh-huh. I'd be lost without him. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I'm a cunning linguist, yeah. as they say. Mm. Oh no. Uh, later, computer aided analysis of Goodall's. Hang notes. on. Can we just oh, pause really quickly? Right. Right. I fucked it again. No, 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 no. no. I just want to go back thing. to. Did you just say you're a cunning linguist? I'm a cunning linguist. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that's one I've not heard before. And I just, you, I, you've not I heard, heard that one. Oh, thank you. Thank no, I've you. heard Colonel Angus, but like, fun story. Colonel Angus, Curtis Langus, That's my name. I mean, it's your nickname. <laughs> it's not your actual. No, my, my full name, name is Curtis Langus. Um. Anyway, cunning linguist. That's a real good one. All right. And I just like to endorse that. The official position of the podcast is that that's our one. favorite double entendre. Great, Sam? Uh, James Kehoe, the cunning linguist. Uh, can we get a T-shirt with that on it? Yes, uh, we can. We'll not that this. I'm involved in the T-shirt making, but um, no. After after this, after the podcast, we send all our guests guests to our um, resident sweatshop in China. Oh, you get to make a shirt. Yeah, I get one shirt or many. 
We get you to get, make them. You get, you get one. Get yeah, you don't make them any. Can I just clarify that our, our shirts are not made by sweatshops? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jobs. Please they're not, do. They're not made by sweatshops at all. I just I put that one. I mean, I was like, that's quite damaging. Uh, yeah, I, um, I linked that. No, apologize. <laughs> I'm meant to be a guest here and I'm shitting in your home. Uh, <laughs> Shop.spreadshirt. No more than we do. Anyway, that's not counted. To, right. to finish this. Well, let's go back uh, to the chimpanzee yeah. war. Later, computer-aided analysis of Goodall's notes would reveal that the social rift between the two groups had been present as early as 1971. Right. This war lasted, uh, from when they first noticed it, from four, for four years, four months and two weeks, from January 22nd, 1974 to January... Oh, sorry, June 5th, 1978. That's a bit fried. That's pretty That's wild. It's a four-year um, monkey war. Yeah, I, I, I only discovered this because recently there was another article about it. And yeah. she actually went into a great deal of detail because she'd named all of them and she was out there with her binoculars oh, wow. watching this go down. And yeah. I was like, oh, God. Have That's- you seen the, on the side of the article, have you seen the casualties and losses? Yeah, I did. Oh, no. I, oh wait, I may have missed One that. side oh, lost shit. Where'd it go? 10 chimpanzees. Oh, no. The other side lost so one. Oh, wow. Oh, this was quite a one-sided they, they, Yeah, they got ganked. Yeah. Like, yeah. And so how did it come to a conclusion? Was it yeah. when, like, the other side lost all of think, their chimpanzees? Well, the catalyst for the war, yes. Mr Kehoe, Please. was in fact that one of the leaders of the chimpanzee colony had died of old age. He was uh, well-respected. Oh, but it's aged. a Lion King except with chimps. Incredibly close. Uh, and uh, when he uh, popped the rocket up into the space town, uh, two other young fellas decided to try and take over. And uh, oh. the bloke who had actually taken over, in actual fact, um, was not to their liking. And so that's when you get the northern and southern subgroups. No way. And it just shows you a bit how close we really are to the chimps. And mm-hmm. I feel that that's an important lesson to be learned. Um, <laughs> we can take a lot from that. <laughs> and uh, You're not wrong. Our monkey brothers are to be closely studied and <laughs> most importantly loved. Yeah. Um, oh, I love the chimp. Love oh, the chimp. I love a bloody chimp. This is a weird episode. <laughs> What did you expect? Lodge, you know. Yeah, we did invite him. Fair on. enough. Yeah. Yeah. No, there you are. Uh, if they won't love each other, we've got to love them for them. They got cooked, mate. That's so wild. yeah, what was the what was the outcome of the war? Like, how so, did it all come to a climax? So the belligerents were Kahama chimpanzees and Kasakela chimpanzees. Uh, mm-hmm. The commanders and leaders were Goliath and Gano on mm-hmm. the uh, northern side, and Fabian and Malaka on the southern side. Right. Uh, seven males, three females, and eight males and twelve females respectively. Nice. Uh, the Kahama chimps lost ten, whereas the Kasakela lost one, which is a bit of a shit war if you look at it like that. that yeah, um, as I said, that's like, that's a one-sided. That's a constant. Yeah, that's not, that's like, not a war, that's said, a beatdown. Yeah. Um, there, was, there was one part where Jane Goodall got really into it and she, she started just fighting <laughs> these chimpanzees. <laughs> she's out there with a she shotgun. One of the researchers just would just go and slugs ham. down range. <laughs> just, uh, no, where is it? I'll find this bit. Um, she said in the article, it's like a... Often I woke in the night, horrific pictures sprang unbidden to my mind. Satan, one of the apes, cupping his hand below Sniff's chin to drink the blood that welled from a great wound on his face. You're joking. Holy shit. Jomeo tearing a strip of skin from Day's thigh. Fegan charging and hitting again and again the stricken, quivering body of Goliath, one of his childhood heroes. How she knew that exactly is beyond me. Oh, but, she was uh, sitting in the bush with the binoculars. Mate, like, she, she'd been in there for about yeah, five to six years. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. That's weird. she lived with these chimps. Holy yeah. crap! She was that wondering. Was it yeah. really was. Right. And yeah. yeah. Did like, you, the oh. bit above that, um, 
The outbreak of the war came as a disturbing shock to Goodall, who had yeah. previously considered chimpanzees to be, although similar to human beings, rather nicer yeah. in their behaviour. Yeah. Coupled with the observation of, in 1975, of cannibalistic infant, infant side yep. by a high-ranking female in the community, oh. the violence of the Gombe War first revealed to Goodall the dark side of chimpanzee behaviour. Oh this would have been destroying to yeah. this woman's, Seriously. like... Yeah. She'd spent, she'd spent all her, her life, life idolising yeah. these things. Seriously. And like, oh, God. Yeah. Um, there was... Almost a, as bad as us. A more recent... Thing. Except they don't destroy the environment. Very but yes, true. Uh, <laughs> a more recent thing I read was that they actually uh, started having some worship sort of situation going on where they built uh, shrines, uh, blood shrines. And we're doing a bit of worshipy situation there. Uh, to whom? Like who are they worshipping? Who are these the, chimpanzees? To the bloody what? blood shrine of the chimpanzee. I, I, I have no idea. The but there's this gods. photo of like five chimps in a circle uh, or half circle, a semicircle if you will. Oh, nice. Uh, a just, sh- Yeah, just... Oh. Wow. Look, chimps are fucked. Yeah, we've got uh, some I think is what we've got to. Theistic Jesus. chimps fighting chimps. This is crazy. Yeah, it's, it's theistic mental. versus atheistic versus bloody chimps versus non-chimps versus who's the real chimp versus who shall rule this society. We all just need a love Would more. the real Slim Shady truly? I think, it's, I think it's the, who's the real Slim Shady of the chimps? Mate, we all just need to love more. We're you know all just, what I'm saying? We're all just everybody we're all love just, everybody. We're all just humans. We're all, we're all just, just chimps. monkeys, mate. We're all rats? No, I want some input. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a rat man. I'm a rat man. Rat king? I'm a rat, I'm a rat king. Ooh. I've got that crown on my head. Oh, no. Shall oh, we, no. Can we just call it the rat king's going to win the bracket at the end of the year? Because no, like, we can't talk about the not. We As if the rainbow bridge is not going to win the bracket. Oh, we can discuss mate. this at the end. <laughs> Look, poor Jane Goodall. That's all I got that's, to say. That's the real moral. Yeah. Truly. That woman. <sighs> Shall we move right along? Yes. Yes. Sorry, I've just read something. Okay. Is it more horrific? No. Okay. But, okay. So the the, 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 the the chimp tribe, the Kasakela, um, right, who won the war. Yep. Um, and they gained their territory because they now had this territory. It actually bordered on another chimpanzee community called the Kalande. Oh no! Cowed by the superior strength and numbers of the Kalande, as well as a few violent skirmishes along their border, the Kasakala quickly gave up much of their new territory. Yeah, so fucked. they whoop, and then bang, and then back because yeah. these. Oh my goodness! Get fucked! So like it was just uh, bloody oh, man. chimp bitches. They went and killed Goliath, and Not then they Goliath. just bloody gave up. Yeah, oh, I'm, fed I'm up with disturbed by the like the fact that they had like skirmishes, like actual, it's all, like, it, as if it's like it an is just another. In, 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 as you said, like of how similar they are to like yeah. early humans. It is actually it's like strategy yeah. Yeah. and like actual war tactics. That's because scary. They, they were doing like ambushes, yeah. and like sneaking into the other camp at night, and murdering other chimps, That's like so ripping insane. their throats out oh, with their scary. fucking sharp teeth and shit. Yeah. No, that honestly you. scares me. Planet of the Apes movie. It'd make a great podcast, wouldn't it? <laughs> oh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. That was a bloody good article. Mr. Kehoe? Yes. You. you up? I am. So I found myself doing a bit of a deep dive and you can't read, you got to spoil it. So <laughs> Riley, I, I can't read, you're right. Yeah. It's a good thing Riley's illiterate. Anyway. <laughs> He's not. Welcome to the Beat Up Riley podcast yeah. again. I love so, you, Riley. I was just doing some some searching <clears throat> and yeah. I did find myself on the list of fictional ducks, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> as one is wont to do. Me. Uh, as often happens. So, of course, you have your two sort of main pillars of fictional duck. Uh, <laughs> pillars of fictional duck <laughs> is not a sentence I ever expected to hear. <laughs> okay. 
Uh, in animation, at least, obviously. Yeah. Um, and I'll, I'll, I'll make it clear that List of Fictional Ducks is not my article. I, I do, I did kind of do a dive further in. I'll kind of, I'm oh, leading up to it. This is a stepping stone. This is my article. stepping stone. Okay, all right. Um, so, of course, you've got your kind of Warner Brothers duck, your Daffy ducks. Yeah. Um, and then on the Disney side, you've got your Donald duck. Your duck tails. In mm. fact, you have the Donald Duck universe. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, very true. Which extends, as you said before, to DuckTales, uh, to Darkwing Duck, all that kind of big yeah, yeah, sort yeah. of thing they've made. Bloody Scrooge McDuck. Scrooge McDuck, of mm. course. So, And that's kind of what we're starting to look at because if you look at the residents of the Donald Duck universe in this mm-hmm. list of fictional ducks um, page, the eighth listing is Donald Duck, the man himself, yeah. the duck himself. Eighth. Uh-huh. He is Doesn't out, it? he's outranked uh by a few ducks. In fact, the first two Well, it is in alphabetical order, I'll just say, but that's okay. Dang it. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> anyway, let me do my big lead up. No, please. Where was the D duck like further down the list than seven other ducks? Well, here we go. Because alliteration the, team. The first two aren't just one duck each. They are in fact families of ducks. Uh the first one being the duck family of which Donald Duck is a member, and the yeah. second is Clan McDuck, yeah. consisting of McDuck. many ducks who have their own articles. Each of these names, each of the names I'm about to read, have their own hyperlink to their like big section yeah, of an yes. article. Se- um, season two is on uh, Clan so, McDuck. Here we go. <laughs> Angus McDuck, Dingus McDuck, Downey O'Drake, Fergus McDuck, Hortense McDuck, Hugh McDuck, Jake McDuck, Malcolm McDuck, Matilda McDuck, Molly Mallard, Parpe Rayo, Quagmire McDuck, Sir Eda McDuck, Sir Quackley McDuck, Sir Roast McDuck. Sir <laughs> Roast McDuck? That's fucking heartbreaking. Sir Stuffed McDuck, Sir Swamp Hole McDuck, and all the other members of this one. Oh, that was of shitty would you be McDuck. if your name was Roast or Swamp Hole? Holy <laughs> McFuck. That so, was strangely musical. Yes. Your, uh, your <laughs> delivery of that. Well, it's like I a uh, animaniac song. That. So anyway, uh, the article I want to kind of look at is Clan McDuck, which is an article that lists all of these ducks and has just completely overly detailed explanations of who, of who all of these ducks were. Uh, for example, Quackley McDuck... Um, from who lived from the year 1010 to 1057, um, was clan chief when King Macbeth was killed in 1057. King Macbeth literally... Being the Shakespeare uh-huh. Macbeth. That there same, is a real Macbeth as well. So yes, yeah. this is the, actually referring to the real King Macbeth. The real actual Macbeth, yeah. Um, who offered Quackley a treasure chest in exchange for his support in the ongoing war for the throne. Macbeth offered a duck some treasure. Anyway... Quackley agreed and served. I'm, I'm sure Jesus. that's in the play. Now that is an unfeatured deleted, article. I tell you what. A deleted scene. Quackley Fuck. agreed and served the king and during the war. unfeatured article. Um, and then he became obsessed with protecting the treasure, eventually trapping himself inside the castle walls with it. Quackley and his treasure became a McDuck legend and it is believed that his ghost continues to protect the treasure and the castle. In 1877, Quackley's ghost saved a young Scrooge McDuck from the Whiskervilles of Dismal Downs. Oh, God. Without Revealing Jesus, his, hang on, how old this Scrooge? Uh, Scrooge is very old, mate. He's like 94. Uh, he's, he's getting he was, on a bit. Yeah, I can skip to the third generation of McDucks and look at Scrooge <laughs> if you'd like me to. Please, I would really like um, you to. <laughs> oh, fuck. He was born in 1867. He's the first child of Fergus and Downey McDuck and is the protagonist of most stories involving the clan McDuck. Uh, he's got his brothers, obviously. He's got Rumpus McFowl and Gideon McDuck. Um, what I'm trying to say here is that... Hang on, Rumpus McFowl is... 
His brother oh, doesn't even have the McDuck name. Is he a bastard? Sorry, he's the cousin. He's <gasps> oh, the cousin. Okay. He is the lady, lazy and greedy cousin of Scrooge McDuck. Oh, oh, it was soon revealed that he was Scrooge's half-brother. I'm sorry. Oh, he actually he's a bastard. Is. Holy John Snow. shit. Um, John Snow. I guess what I'm trying to say here is that there is this an is extravagant amount of lore in the McDuck universe and indeed uh, their Disney counterparts, the Duck in, the duck. Uh, family who were joined um, by uh, the uh, Donald's parents who they married and that's how the McDuck clan and the Duck family uh, got together. The Duck family have their own equally as detailed article um, about them. Um, So this all came about, this extravagant amount of lore, um, because Carl Barks was this um, comic book creator he had been creating hang on, hang on. Carl Barks. Carl Barks. Like, yes. like uh, Carl, Carl Marks. Okay, it rhymes, but it's C A R L B R B A R K S. Jesus, but that's a bit too. They're just two names that rhyme. Awesome. Maybe it's Carl Marks in disguise. It's Carl <laughs> Marks' half brother. <laughs> Sorry, guys, can I just say, uh, Sir Simon McDuck was the treasurer of the Knights Templar. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, what yeah. The fuck? It's crazy. <laughs> This, this is unfeatured article season two. It's yeah, 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 solely yeah. on the, the McDucks. Yeah. Um, I mean, so we could. I'll, can I just <laughs> keep going into some different darks? Please. Please. Cool. So Don't we, even worry about my Let's bit. talk just about Roast on. McDuck. Yeah. <laughs> let's definitely talk about Roasting Toast. Is he like the Jamie. dead duck of the family? Have they been really fucking weird with that? That would be weird. Like, He's just a we have Roast McDuck? Yeah. He died in a volcano. But we keep him round. Yeah, no, he's, he's cute. fun to have. Tasty. Smells good. So he was alive from 1159 to 1205. Succeeded stuffed McDuck. As Clan Chief, <laughs> at which point Clan McDuck uh, was one of the richest clans in Scotland. However, in 1189, Roast offered much of the clan's wealth to the King of Scotland, William the Lion, after William, oh, yeah. like literally the actual William King of Lion. Scotland, Gen- William the, the Lion. The genuine bloody King yeah. of Scotland. Um, uh, uh, at least I believe so. After William asked for his help in paying tribute to Richard I of England, of course. Yeah. Uh, this know. act of patriotic generosity led to financial ruin for the clan. Um, and then Swamp Hole McDuck, of course, succeeded his father and inherited its financial problems. In 1220, Swamp Hole sealed the dungeon of Castle McDuck in, uh, as an attempt to decrease maintenance cost. Uh, he did, however, create secret passageways in the castle leading to the dungeons, um, which would be later useful during subsequent sieges. After his death in 1260, he was not buried in the clan cemetery. Um, Sad. Rather, his skeleton was placed inside his memorial suit of armour, which was placed inside Castle McDuck. This is fucked up. Is this just the backstory to DuckTales? Like, Literally. Is this what we're just reading? Like, you Literally. go through a dungeon in DuckTales, oh, bloody roast McDuck, he didn't give a McFuck, and then here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I had to chuck it in there somewhere. Oh, please, I've been yeah. dying to do yeah, it. Yeah, no. um, it's just the family buddy background. Like, people need that. It's we've very got, interesting. Yeah. Uh, Holy Christ. uh, We've got, you know, in 1753 when Seafoam McDuck signed the contract with (laughs) Swindle. He signed the contract with Swindle McSue to deliver a cargo of horseradish to Jamaica. Like this is, (sighs) this article is so long. They've, it lists the tartan of Clan McDuck and it has a picture of the tartan of Clan. It is uh, orange and green. That's actually really nice. It's a very lovely tartan. I love that. So anyway, this um, is is wild. uh, Karl Barks, not Karl Marx. (laughs) He, uh, in the 50s, he was in his second decade of creating comic book stories starring Donald Duck and his various relatives. Uh, He had personally created several of the latter, including like Scrooge McDuck and all that. Um, But there was no like specific relationships. There was no massive law uh, involved. 
Uh, he then passed on during his retirement, he passed on the stories and stuff to Don Rosa, who was this cartoonist and comic book yeah. creator. So Karl Barks is a real person. Oh, yes. Okay. Oh, he's the right. right. He's Sorry, right. Yeah, I yeah, missed yeah. that bit. No, all good. He wasn't like a dog or something like that. I was really confused because I thought, yeah, I was like, oh, hey, Pluto's dog. cousin. Hey, good. guys, yeah. guys, what is Pluto? Oh, if Goofy's, if oh, Goofy's a dog, right. we're getting into this. What is Pluto? Because oh, it's, it, it's obviously just pup play. He does right? it for the fun, yeah. It's yeah, pup play. I'll talk about a kettle of fish. Jesus Christ. He's a kinky, <laughs> kinky boy. All this right. isn't and then they fucked. That's a different podcast. Sorry. You're in the wrong recording session. Anyway, that's next week. Yeah. So Don Rosa took over and was kind of tasked with uh, creating this like family tree. He kind of created some ones of his own, some original ideas, and he wanted to create this like succinct, like gathered law. And so he did uh, in The Life and Times of Scrooge McDuck, which is Uh this book. It has a family tree and everything. Uh, But he even stated like this version of Scrooge's life is not the official version. There's no particular reason why I or anyone else should expect other duck riders to adhere to my vision of Scrooge's history. As carefully and as authentically as I sought to construct it, it was never intended to be anything but my personal telling of the life of Scrooge McDuck. But he did create just a whole lot of ducks. And, (laughs) like, I, I just, I'm so impressed and, like, scared by how, <laughs> by how detailed you look at um, the the uh, listing for Hortense McDuck, which oh. is one, two, three, four, five, oh, six, seven, eight, nine paragraphs long. Well, that's ridiculous. Uh-huh. That's, that's mortifying. James, who is the official virgin of House McDuck? Oh, good. I'm glad you picked up on my Is it Daisy? Mistake. Is it Daisy McDuck? No longer am I a cunning linguist oh. because- No, I've, you are though. Thank you. Appreciate you. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there is, of course, the Duck family, as I mentioned before. Uh, Ludwig, Ludwig von Drake has his whole thing. Well done. Um, who is another Duck? Wait, I'm confused now because now there's Ludwig okay. von Drake who has his old whole thing and he's not part of the ducks. McDuck family. Uh, but he is a Duck, right? He is a Duck? I... He's Austrian. <laughs> <laughs> so this does that make him not a Duck? Oh, wait. Oh, Austrian or Austrogen? Oh, it's hey, hey, hey. a bird word play. And on uh, that, I'll swing it on over to Riley. Because I think that's a, all I can kind of That's all you can do on ducks, dude. Just I recommend ducks, if you're listening to this, go and just read just read up. Become an expert on the McDuck clan, the duck family, oh on Ludwig von Drake. There are literally pages and pages upon duck articles. You're right. And eventually you'll hit actual ducks, I assume. Hey, uh, uh, maybe. Hey, Sam, can I get in those TV snacks, dude? Absolutely. Yeah, cheers, man. Oh, no. Hey, Riley, your article, man? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. TV so, snacks yeah. are $4.25, <laughs> just in case anyone was wondering. Mm. Oh, a post that we went for. <laughs> oh, why? <laughs> why would you do this to our show? <laughs> Sam Webb, how do you feel about coming on as a full-time replacement host? Stop <laughs> like, trying to keep me off the show. Hire it's me. It's not a threat anymore, dude. It's happening. <laughs> hire me. I am this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Riley, yeah, Riley. Riley. Zane, there we go. Uh, Let's let Riley speak for an extended period of time so you can chew, so you can not... I don't know, dude. You you spoke a lot about ducks. Like, Riley's got, like, three minutes. (laughs) We're going to wrap this thing up. Yeah. All right. Um, So after we... After delving through the the depths of the bloody ducks, um, I'm going to talk about a spite house. Please. Okay. Um, Any guesses as to what a spite house may be, gents? Um, Without looking it up. (laughs) I'm afraid to even think. 
A house that you put someone in out of spite? No. Like a trap Ooh. house, but not? No. You know how um, you can, you know, if, if you're on a block of land with somebody and there's an adjoining, like a, a little strip of land, mm. yeah. and you want to put a fence up, you have to get them, like, oh, you both shit, have yeah. to pay. Like we, yeah. um, in mum and dad's place, uh, they, they were in a few years ago, probably like, yeah, a few years ago. Mm. Um, they had neighbours behind them. They were on like an axe handle block. Uh, they had neighbours behind them who were just the worst people. Mm. Um so mum and dad were like, we're going to put a fence up and you've got to pay half. Suck on that. Ooh, um, yeah. Anyway, so um, a spite house is spite. a building constructed or substantially modified to irritate neighbours or any party with land stakes. Oh, get no. Nope, it is genuinely just a house that is constructed to piss off whoever lives That's next hilarious. door. <laughs> um, spite houses may create obstructions such as, like, you know, that might block out light or block access to neighbouring buildings mm. um, or just can be like flat out just a big fuck you to yeah. next door. That's really funny. Because um, my mum, bloody, we we had a, the neighbours did the same thing. They were like, oh, we want a fence up. I put a fence up. And then the next year, the neighbours to the next of us were like, oh, we'd love a fence as well. Let's oh, do that. No. Except the neighbours behind us actually hired people to do it. The neighbours next to us were like, ah, oh, we'll just grab the Spanish cousins and they'll do that. And it is the most atrocious piece of shit I've ever seen. <laughs> it's just fucking fallen apart already. It's covered in bat shit. It's just, oh, God, I don't want to get into it. But <laughs> spite houses is an interesting sort of it's idea. A concept. Yeah. 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 Um, and, like, they're normally really, really, like, bizarre and... You good, dude? I'm always good, dude. Please okay. keep going. Yeah, you um, were death staring me for a while. No, though. not you. No, it's, um, just, I'm tired. I've had a long day. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Go, mate, I was like looking at you, James. You got good eyes. Thanks. Sorry, I just kind of I phased out a little bit. I went to like I went into a bit of glossy state. Kind of. <laughs> you just dead eyed me. Curtis has finished his bit. He's gonna have a nap. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I thought it was because I said the word concept, and then you just like stared at me. No, I was like, what's wrong with that word? It's got an aversion to that word. Oh, anyway, right. Um, so spite houses, Riley. The houses, the, the spite houses are normally constructed really weird. Like they're. Okay, like really small or just really odd shapes mm. because like whoever builds them typically isn't isn't fussed about actually living in them. But they just want them there to piss people the off. Sun or something. This is like yeah. a wealthy person going, I don't like you, I'm gonna buy the place next to you and build a house. Yeah. That's like, so funny. That's funny. Yeah. That's Goals. upsetting. That's cool. Um, yeah, what a bastard. <laughs> to own one house yet have the en- enough money to build a house right. out of spite. Purely out of spite. <laughs> Owning a house. Wow. What a, what a dream. concept. Oh, man, I don't believe it. One I don't believe day, people can do it. One day. <laughs> All right, so there's there's quite a few examples. Yeah. Um, earliest Give me some one, prime ones. Earliest one I got is uh, 1716. Thomas Wood, who was a sailmaker, uh, he built a house in Marblehead, Massachusetts, that uh, subsequently became known as the Old Spite House. According to one theory, it was inhabited by two brothers who occupied different sections of it, um, would not speak to each other and refused to sell to each other. Um, so they just had half a house each and would just flat out refuse to give the other one the rest Jesus. of the house. Um, another, another explanation of it is that uh, the 10-foot wide house, uh, which is three metres for those um, on the proper measurement system, um, <laughs> So it's just tall enough to block the view of uh, two other houses on uh, Orne Street. Anyone who knows that one. Uh, it was built because its owner was upset about his tiny share of his father's estate and therefore decided to spoil his older brother's views. <laughs> <laughs> he well was mad done. that his dad didn't love him enough and so built a house to Aww. piss off his other brothers. <laughs> that is um, absolutely something I'd do. Beautiful. Yeah. It's still standing. 
Fuck. Oh, and it's occupied. Yeah. <laughs> People you, are living in it. Do you think they run into each other in the kitchen back in the 19th century? Just like, don't know. Hello, Thomas. Like, John. Yeah. Just that weird housemate that you don't want to speak yeah. to. Yeah. Steal all the ball. Wow. Steal all the bowls and put them in your bedroom. And <laughs> your bedroom and, oh, just God. piss them off. Yeah. Um, so there's there's some other ones in here. In 1814, Dr. John Tyler, um, an eminent ophthalmologist and uh, one of the first American-born physicians to perform a cataract operation. Um, he owned a parcel of land near the Courthouse Square in Frederick in Maryland. Uh, the city made plans to extend uh, Record Street south through Tyler's Land to meet uh, West Patrick Street. I'm just throwing names out and hoping <laughs> someone has a fucking idea of what they are because yeah. I don't. Um, in, uh, so he, he was fighting the city. He didn't want to like, lose his land. Um, he discovered a local law that prevented the building of a road if work was in progress on a substantial building in the path of a proposed, ro- proposed road. Um, so to piss them off, he immediately had... Um, construction workers poured down a foundation, <laughs> um, which was obviously discovered by the road crews like the following morning. Like mm. he was just like, got, just jumped on the phone in uh, 1814 and was like, guys, I need a slab down stat. Like, Morsed, like, do, 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 yeah, do, do. smoke signals. Like, I'll send yeah. a pigeon. Damn it. <laughs> oh, Quick, Cornelius, take this message to ASAP. <laughs> um, Edgar Allan Poe. Oh, is, is Edgar Allan Poe is um, definitely the kind of bloke who would, who would have a spider house. Yeah. Sounds about um, right. Oh, no, I've let us down a rabbit hole. In his story, The Businessman. Uh, um, sorry, guys. He wrote just, about a spider He wanted house. to. He was, yeah. he was a poet. He didn't have enough money. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Goddamn creatives. Um, he wrote the following humorous passage in the voice of Peter Prophet, um, a man who imagines himself a, a legitimate businessman, although the reader realizes that he's a con man. Uh, spoilers. Prophet yeah. attempted scam in the passages to build a spite house and extort his neighbours to pay him to tear it down. Um, He calls this line of business the eyesore trade. Um, The quote is, whenever a rich old hunks Hang on, my, whenever a rich old hunks or prodigal heir or bankrupt corporation gets into the notion of putting up a palace, there's no such thing in the world as stopping either of them and this every intelligent person knows. The fact in question is indeed the basis of the eyesore trade. As soon, therefore, as a building project is fairly afoot by one of the... I didn't read this beforehand. I didn't realise it was this long. Keep going. Go have a read of it yeah. on the article. Look at the show yeah. notes yeah. and go have a Have a look on that. Here's a shorter one. In 1874, <laughs> two brothers in the north end of Boston, Massachusetts got into a dispute. Each had previously inherited land from their deceased father, um, while the second brother was away serving in the military, like putting his life on the line. Oh, uh, the first brother built a large home, leaving the soldier only a shred of the property left. Oh no. Um, okay. Jesus. Oh, and no. the, the first brother felt uh, certain it was too small to build on. Um, so when, when the military man returned, he found out um, his inheritance, like he found his bit of inheritance that he had and was like, where the fuck is all of it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so he yeah, found that it was mostly gone, built a little a wooden house at 44 Hull Street despite his brother by blocking the sunlight and ruining his view. Fantastic. Um, the outside of the house spans 10.4 feet and tapers to 9.25 feet in the rear. Uh, that's <laughs> 3.2 metres um, at the front and then 2.82 metres at the back. The skinny house, as it's called, is uh, still standing and occupied. And um, this is a, there's a picture of it here and it's literally like... Um, that's an ugly house. It's literally like there's a it's there's, in between two large it's, brick it's buildings in, and the, it's in between two like apartment blocks and there's a car parked out the front of it and the car is longer than the building is wide. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um, That's gorgeous. Spite yeah. houses, I love them. There's, I want there's, one. There's yeah. heaps. There's heaps. Oh, on there is here. so much. These are there's, all very there's like, ugly yeah, houses. 20, I love it. Yeah, 
they're not built to be pretty no, though. Exactly. They're built to piss they're people off. built to off. fuck yeah. with someone. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Absolutely. For the best reason. For the best reason. <laughs> well, um, And uh, there's other use here. Uh, the term spy house also relates to an old southern United States custom of consigning an ostracized family member to a very small second house on the family land where he was expected to live oh, in yeah. solitude as punishment for having embarrassed his family. So uh, <laughs> some people use them to piss yeah. off people. Other people use them to get rid of the dickheads. You can have family. the burner Fair house. Yeah, you can just it. have the, the left Chuck behind Chuck old Uncle shed. Jerry out the back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bloody hell. Um, so that's in the shed with a gun blaming things on the government. <laughs> Okay. I would if I could. A, yeah. Yeah. Well, the head of, hell of a subterranean situation there. Oh, yeah. Where you go yeah. out back and it's like, Jerry, you've built yourself a castle underground. What's going on? I wish I could build a castle underground. Oh, mate. A bit of concrete, you'll be right. I can't even build Spine a houses. bed from Ikea. Yeah, no, Ikea bed. To be fair, it, it, they sell it like it's Lego for adults. It's not. It is. It's a bad time. It kind of is. It's a bad time. Oh, it's fun once you get it done, though. My ex-girlfriend was like, Hey, um, come with me, Ikea, and then we can build a get- bed together. There was no together. I built that bed with my <laughs> bare hands. Spite bed. Spite bed. <laughs> spite bed. Just leave one of the legs. It's not off comfortable it. either. All right. So, All spite right. houses. So, that was spite houses. <clears throat> well, four strong articles, boys. Bloody hell. Yeah. yeah. Shall we do what we do every week and vote a winner? Let's. I reckon let's. Shall yeah. we start with our good friend, Mr. Sam Webb? What's your favorite article this week, my dude? <sighs> Shit. And you can't vote for your own. Yeah, we decided a couple of weeks ago we you can't decreed. vote for your own. Oh, God. Um, well, that's a bloody good question. One I've been... Uh, All right. Do you want an overview? Do you, you want a reminder? Oh, actually, that'd be great. Yeah, cool. <laughs> so I had Clan McDuck. Yes, you did. All the depths of Clan McDuck. The depths of Clan McDuck. I had uh, the Spy House, mm. if, if your memory doesn't quite go back that far. Not at all. And I had the Dance Plague of 1518. Mm. Mm. The dancey mm. dance, just getting oh, that dance shit. out of their bones. Look, uh, you're giving me some good options to choose from. And yeah. it is, of course, a reflection on which host is your favourite. Of yeah. course. Oh, fuck and, uh, don't do that. And, don't uh, throw that shit around. The likelihood of you getting back on the show depends on your answer. Mm. Uh-huh. Because two of us don't like you at all. So if you pick them... <laughs> You're never coming back. Which I, two is it? Yeah, well, you never know. That's Which, a whole other podcast. All right. Oh, shit. Your favourite, Sam. It doesn't, nah, come on, just swap one out. Look, right. what uh, grabbed you the most? I, I did enjoy the dance plague, but I've, I've, got a, I've got a small place in my heart for the whole Disney McDuck clan. All right, we'll Ooh, go with you. McDuck clan? I, 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 no, I got, I got to go with the dance plague. I'm sorry, oh, mate. Wow. I do love it. But, dance uh, plague. Look, the fact that someone would be like, oh, shit, those fuckers are dancing, aren't they? What is it? Mm. Plague. Yeah, that'll be it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. nah, chuck him in a barn. <laughs> chuck him yeah, nah, in a barn. Give, give him a loot. See how they go. We'll, see, we'll check we'll on them. We'll check back in a week. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. fuck, they're all dead. Yeah. Oh, Jesus, there goes Tatula and bloody everyone else. Well, they're not dancing anymore. So. Yeah. 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 Bloody, I clean my hands of that shit. Mr. Keogh, your favourite uh, article of this week. Yes, so uh, I really like. Um, Gosh, I'm just so horrified by that chimps- chimpanzee yeah, yeah. war. It's fucked. It like leaves a leaves a scar. Yeah. So I'm gonna go with that one. Yeah, oh, sweet. Mr. McNamara. Yeah, it's the chimps or the ducks for me. Um, <laughs> Pick one. The different war. The other war. Yeah. The chimps and the ducks. <laughs> <laughs> I much that I would have loved to talk about that one. Um, just the the the. Uh, the chimp war was terrible. Yeah, um, some of the so. images in that, like Who, some that of the description, yeah, the description yeah. was very graphic. But just the sheer volume of Clan McDuck, yeah, I'm slightly terrified of it. And uh, so that that one's uh, 
and how they influence like real life history. Yeah, yeah. that's what gets like, me. Is yeah. like, oh yeah, and it's Ham- actually, Hamlet gave some treasure to this dark. It's and Macbeth. Ha- it's yeah. Macbeth. Yeah. Hamlet was dead. Come on, Macbeth. Come oh, on, whoops! Come on. Oh, whoopsie, whoopsie, whoops. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So it's the it's the it's McDuck's, McDuck's for you. Me. Well, it it's it's chimps for me. I I loved it. I I really enjoyed. How <laughs> I feel so bad for Jane. Like that would have been a real yeah. rough week for Seriously. Like the woman's devoted her life to such a noble cause and she just watched like all of these people, her friends. I say people, they're yeah. monkeys. No, little friends. But that's so fucked. Like, yeah. Yeah. So hang on. So, the, so we've got so two for Sam, one for Dance, one for McDuck. So Sam is our winner for the week with um, with Chimp War. Never had a guest win before. We've only yeah. had one guest <laughs> before. <laughs> that's it doesn't matter. We've it's never true. had a guest. Still, it's still a big call. Still yeah. a big statement. <laughs> Well, um, what do I win? Well, you can, can I get my like Jack can, Daniels back? You can, you can, yeah, you can get your Jack Daniels <laughs> JD back. You can come Which and present. Which we took off you before we started recording. <laughs> you absolute menace. Yeah, you fair. can come and present your case on the uh, for the bracket. Yes, the bracket yeah. episode. Because what we do, uh, once we have enough, a big pool of them, of mm. the articles, we're going to uh, make up a bracket and one of them is going to be the winner of the season. Should I, I think the number we're bandying around at the moment is... 32? 32. Okay. Ish. Right. Yeah. We'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later, but you'll hear, you'll hear more about that. Beautiful. But, um, well, there you go. Episode 15. In the back. The four-year war of Gombe? Gombe, yeah. Tanzania. <laughs> Tanzania. It's Man, I love fried. it so much. Well, I don't. Sam, my dude. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on. Just of continuing course. the tradition of us having our friends on the podcast. Indeed. Uh, no one else any... listens to us. <laughs> is there anywhere oh, Jesus, that listeners really? at home uh, can find you? Um, You're doing a show in, a, I, in, in about a, in about two weeks, I'm aren't doing, you? I'm doing a couple You're doing shows, two actually. shows. Uh, of one course. with the Good Time yeah, Boys. Yeah, there's the Good Time Boys show going up anywhere festival. We're at the Daily Planet bloody that. Yeah, so um, the Good Time Boys, a Star Wars story. Yes. Um, oh, you can find the event... The yeah, you can find the event on Facebook. Uh, and we'll, there, there's some link to some tickies there. Just uh, $15 for a ticket to, and that's at the Daily Planet in Fortitude Valley. And we'll be presenting some of um, some new content and some of our old favourite sketches and video stuff. And we'll, we're all going to be there and we're going to have a good time. Oh, fuck, aren't Sam's going to be a bit more sober. Hopefully. No. No, he's not. No, no, yeah. Absolutely not. I refuse. I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> Anyway, around the same time, in fact, oh, it's not that bad. Anyway, uh, around one of the same nights, uh, UQ Underground performance of Much Ado About Nothing, if anyone feels inclined. Uh, I will be kissing another man, if uh, that's your jam. And uh, <laughs> come on down to the Chanel Theatre. For It'll context, be I believe the the production is uh, has gender bent, has made Beatrice and Benedict female and Hero and Claudio male. Is that Very the thing? correct. Um, yeah, so it's quite interesting, actually. Yeah, there's For, a there's a bit more going on there as well. Also, I've been told, but I, you know, I'll leave that up to the uh, the audience to discover. Ooh. Mm, yes, James. What were you say? Uh, for actual context, uh, the script never calls for it. Never calls for you to kiss no. another man. You no, just, you no. just it, it actually for... calls for me to kiss a woman. But, yeah, uh... and then you just kind of subvert expectations. Mate, I'm, I'm swinging left and you're swinging right. That's how it works down here. Oh my <laughs> way. Well, we will. Um, <laughs> On that note. There might not be an event up yet at the time that we are recording this, yeah. but I'm sure we will share it on Facebook if, um, and we'll get um, we'll get some of the information out there if, for that. If 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 you want to use the, uh, the 
the bloody there's a code that you can use. Oh in order yeah, the to special get... code. Look, we'll put it. We'll put uh, it on Facebook, dude. We'll share it on Facebook. Yeah, because I'm yeah. not going to find it in no, time. No. Uh, <laughs> for, now, for now, we will just say thank you so much for everybody for listening. Yes. Um, you can find any of the episodes that we've done so far, or any of the episodes coming out in the future, on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or any other podcatcher of your choice. Mm-hmm. We've got some social media platforms, don't we, boys? That we do. We've got. Uh, what do we got? Uh, Facebook, uh, which is unfeatured articles. Uh, Facebook.com slash unfeatured articles, in fact. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Riley, what have we got? Oh, uh, we've got an Instagram where we are uh, just unfeatured articles. And um, Twitter, which we are unfeatured pod. Correct. So go follow us on there. We always update when we're doing when we got a new episode coming out and we post some fun pictures. Sam, you'll have a picture up. Yes, I will. You'll have a picture up on you, Absolutely. Yeah, we had a had a bit of a realization earlier in the week. We also have merch now, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, we do. Yeah, this is well, no, 100% we've got merch. I can you, buy some fucking yeah, merch. Indeed, you can. Yeah, dude. Yeah, this uh, you can get a, a tea and slash or coffee mug. And hoodies. With our logo <gasps> and we got hoodies and our logos. And it's about winter, folks. You should all go and get one of those bloody hoodies. I tell get you what. They, they, I have ordered one by the time that this episode comes out. I don't have it yet, but I can tell you with confidence from the future, it's very comfortable. Yeah. Mm. Um, just We're just back quickly. in the time paradox. Yeah, yeah. Do yeah. a bit of a throwback to earlier. If you want to buy a ticket to this show of mine, Underground the, Productions, yeah. Much Ado About Nothing, uh, you can use the code RIMS for Tims, all one word. Is that real? Yes. Why? Oh, how, did, how did they let you use that, that code? So I went, can I use RIMS for Tims as my code? And they went, yes. It's literally one word, it just says yes. Or done. I was wrong. Use rims, rims for Tim's All one for, a, for a code. All for 10% word. off your ticket price. Uh, that's yep. hilarious. And I love that's, it. That's the money. Rims for Tim's. We'll put that on the Facebook page. We'll yeah. put the thing up. Sam, yeah. thank you so much for coming of on. Of course. Um, and James? Uh, thank you to That's Not Canon Productions for hosting us uh, so lovingly as they do. Uh, our theme song is Precatorian Friends by Kevin McLeod. And as always, Brass is a mess. War, famine, politics. Why can't everyone just get along? Yeah, like in musicals. Musicals fix everything. If people listened and learned from musicals, everything would be better. Music, lights and spontaneous choreography. What isn't there to love? If you want to learn all of life's important lessons. Or just listen to some musical theatre nerds wax lyrical. Subscribe to Musicals Tell Me Everything I Know, wherever you find fun and funny podcasts. Or at our website at thatsnotcanonproductions.com. A That's Not Canon Productions podcast. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.